spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, my friend. Ah, the news came down yesterday. The zone in downtown Phoenix has to be cleaned up. So we went down there a week or so ago, and this is where the encampment of homeless people uh, this is where it is. There are a thousand people down there, hundreds of tents. You know, you and I drove through it. We walked around. It is a, a scary place. Everyone, not everyone, let me be very clear. There were people doing drugs. We saw prostitution. Mental illness. It was very sad. Everything that you would think a dystopian right. world of no hope looks like. So an Arizona judge orders the city of Phoenix to find a solution for the homeless encampment. Uh, and that, it's going to have to be cleaned up. This all came from a lawsuit. From our friend Joe Falacci, who joins us now. He's the owner of Old Station Subs. We Delicious! Were, we're down there. I got the number eight, Chad. What did you get? I got the special of the day last week. I think Is it was right? the Italian, right? Oh, very nice, Delicious. Joe. Delicious. How are you today? Fine, guys. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing okay. So, you know, this is a tough issue, man. And you've said it, too. Listen, you feel for these folks. They don't have anywhere else to go. Uh, Some of them maybe want help. A lot of them don't want help. Um, But you had to sue the city of Phoenix. How are you feeling with this, you know, with this uh, uh, Arizona judge making the order that the city of Phoenix has to find a solution? Well, you know, last night we heard about it on the phone. Uh, my wife got a text, and we were, you know, congratulating each other, you know, and uh, we were really happy, really excited. And uh, then the kind of reality set in, and uh, we realized that we think we ha- we may have a way to go. Hmm. How we so? don't know what the, uh, the ACL you might do. We don't know what the uh, advocates might do or, you know, churches and stuff like that. Hmm. So we're, we're a little leery. You know, it's been three years and six months, so uh, we're hoping that, uh, you know, well, at least some news is good news, you know. Hey, Joe, just reiterate to everybody what this homeless issue has done to your business over the last three years and six months. Well, it's it's definitely affected my business. Um, it's not getting better. It has gotten better, of course, since the New York Times article. Uh, people have been wonderful and have been coming down and support, supporting us from Scottsdale, from Tucson. Many thousands of calls, uh, you know, and uh, it's crazy and uh, it's wonderful. But uh, right now we're going crazy busy-wise, and, uh, you know, it's hard to get people down to work in that area. Talking to Joe Falacci, uh, owner of Old Station Subs, who was the one who brought the lawsuit that yesterday was ruled upon by the judge. I, I read most of the 32-page order because I'm a weirdo, Joe. Uh, <laughs> the reality is a lot of this stems from the whole Martin case in, in Idaho, right. uh, and and I don't think a lot of people understand what that was. And, and the fact is, is these people have been offered shelter, they've been offered help, and they're choosing not to do it. But on top of that, when you read some of this stuff and found out that they were busing people in, that they had essentially told the police not to patrol there, what did you think when you saw that? And it was actually in writing. It was it was scary. You know what I mean? It, they just have different rules for them. You know, there's rules for us. We have to have our dogs on leashes. We can't have fires in our uh, fireplace if it's a known burn day. Um, you know, they can... Uh, poop and pee anywhere they want. When I drove my truck in this morning, there was a guy pooping, not pooping, peeing on my neighbor's property. Mm-hmm. Then I went to water my plants. There was pee on my palm tree right in, right in front of Jefferson. So, you know, people were driving by and somebody was peeing on my property. 
So uh, it's it's pretty disgusting. You know, you, you you talk but, about, and that's the other thing. You know, it, it was it was you can have you got to have a leash or you're in trouble. Their dogs right. can wander everywhere. They can start fires. They can drink and do drugs in front. If you did drugs in front, the drugs they're doing, you'd be arrested. But it was like it's almost this bizarre world of they have special rules that they can fornicate in front of you. Nobody, absolutely, it's ridiculous. I've seen it. You know, I've seen people fornicating. I've seen masturbation. Um, you know, like you said, drugs. Um, one time there was a shooting s- several years ago, and my girl came into the restaurant. She said, Joe, there's a there's a gun in, in the bathtub. We repurposed the bathtub and put plants in it. And I go, what? So I ran out, and I, and I said, call the police, call the police. It might be the gun from that shooting, you know? So um, it, it's... It's it's bizarre. And like you said, they can burn fires because it's for warmth. You know what I mean? But I come in and I smell. They burn everything. Mm. Rubber, plastic, wood, you know, trees, branches. They burn everything. Anything they can get their hands on. Uh, Joe Palacci is joining us, owner of Old Station Subs in downtown Phoenix. So a judge orders the city of Phoenix. They have to clean up the zone where the homeless encampment is. So here's the other thing, Joe. Um, the shelters... Uh, the places that they eat are right next to you. Right. You know, th- there's a reason why there are a thousand people down there. They right. they they may get a bed, they may get a meal. Um, right. So, do you think that as long as the shelters and uh, these places that feed the homeless are right next to your restaurant, I don't know if they're ever going to leave your area? But you know, that wasn't what the shelter said when they built it. They said. You know, you guys know as well as I do that there was tents there. There was always a small shelter, you know, a minor shelter, and there was tents there and people sleeping here and there. There was always been a problem. But they say, we're going to build this great shelter, and we're going to be able to house them all, and we're going to be able to take care of them all. Mm. And they won't be on the streets, and they won't be bothering you, and they won't be coming in and asking for food and asking for this and asking for water. I can't give these people that. There's 1,200 of them. If I give them a glass of water, on ice, I won't have any cups. I'll be just taking care of the homeless. And I, I'm not there for them. I'm here there to make a living, you know? Yeah. So anyway, you know, that's that's the situation. It's just, it's bizarre. Hey, Joe, you said something earlier uh, about the ACLU because this is, they, they didn't sell them it had to be out of here. They're going to give them till May. So there's three and a half months or whatever that they're going to go through, three months of stuff, uh, uh, or July, whenever they said they were going to do this. But the reality is, is the ACLU is going to come in. The activists going to come in. They're going to fight this thing. This is nowhere near being done. And it's so funny that they're fighting for something. They don't care about your rights. And they don't care about any of that stuff. Not at all. I've been to meetings, you know, where I've stood up and and I said, you know, the same old spiel. And some advocate will get up and say, you make money, poor, poor you. Somebody's pooping on your property. These people are, they don't have no food. They don't, that's baloney. Those people can't eat all the food that's given to them. Yeah. There's no way. There's churches down there. Day, all, every day, groups at night coming down there. Two people were shot the other night when there was a group of people giving away food and blankets and stuff like that. So that must have been nice for them to see that, you know? It's it's bizarre. There, you know, nobody has a clue what really is going on there. It is so depraved, so bad. It is their own little oasis. It's like a little town where somebody there is the mayor. 
that controls everything. It's weird. Yeah. You know, and it's getting worse. It's not getting better. All right. Well, maybe things will get better, Joe. We're going to talk to you soon. Uh, get good. down there for more sandwiches, baby. Coming. Yeah, we'll get thanks down for there. coming down and eating. Yeah. It was a pleasure to meet you guys. And, you know, thanks for supporting me, man. It's nice. You yeah. got it, brother. And we hugged your wife. You told Absolutely. us not to. I know. <laughs> she said you guys can't come in unless you hug her again. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be All back. Right. Hugs and uh, snacks. <laughs> thanks, Joe. Thanks, man. Bye. All right. Joe Falacci, owner of Old Station Subs, down right in the middle of how everything is taking place in the zone. He's right there. Uh, and it's very tough to run a business, but we've got a judge that says, hey, City of Phoenix, let's clean this up. What does the cleanup look like? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. All right, coming up right now, it's time for Five Spot. So, we need five of you to call. We're going to put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. Here's what we're going to ask. Um, call us if you were forced to go back to the office. You're working from home. Maybe you liked it. Maybe you didn't. But you were forced to go back to the office or even asked to go back to the office. 277-KTAR. There's a new study out about how people feel from you know working at home. And then being asked or forced to go back into the office. We're going to ask you how it's going for you. So call us if you were forced or asked to go back into the office. How is that going? 277-5827. It's all coming up on the Gatos and Chad Show. And Chad. Brought to you by Parker and Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. All right, let's put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. There's a new study. Talks about who is still working from home, who is forced to go back in the office, and are they happy about it? Yeah. So here's what we're looking for. Call us if you were forced or asked to go back to the office. 277-KTAR. Also, if you are still working from home, Call us and tell us if they told you basically you need to go back to work in the office. Is that a deal breaker? So if you're working from home, if they say, listen, you got to go back to the office. Is that a deal breaker for you? Two seven seven five eight two seven. Yeah, if they asked me to go back to the office, I'm never really left. You never uh, did. Carol in Phoenix. Uh, you like going back to the office? They make you come back, Carol. Yeah, they did. Uh, we were home full time, and then they made us come back three days a week until the gas prices went crazy. Hmm. So then they changed it to only two days a week. All right. So have you liked that better than working at home? Or did you not like being forced to go back into the office? Oh, it's kind of, well, it's, it's, it's good and it's bad because it's nice to see people, but I kind of like working from home. Right. But you do what you got to do to keep your job, right? Yeah, yeah. But the one thing from this study, Carol, tell me if this is right. It is the creativity that comes out when you're in front of people, when you're with people. And I'm not talking about on Zoom. Yeah. It's when you're in the, in the, in the office. <laughs> you pick you, up a certain energy that yeah. you don't get around. Oh, other she's laughing. People. I think, I don't think she likes that one. Yeah. Is that I BS? I don't think I like that. <laughs> All right. I don't think I like that. I don't think I like that. No. All right. All right. I don't think it makes any difference. I mean, okay. you, you work from home. You have to do your job. You work in the office. You have to do your job. I don't think the creativity is, is affected either way. Okay. Right. Cool. Fantastic. Thank you so much, we'll Carol. We'll tell you about the study in just a yeah, second. Yeah. One quick second. DeAndre and Phoenix, uh, they make you come back to work or you just uh, would be a no-go if they made you come back? Um, I'm probably thinking it's a no-go. I love working from home. Hmm. 
But what if they said, listen, if you don't come back to the office, we're going to have to let you go. Would you would you would you would you lose your job over this? You know what? I'm I'm not too sure. I drive 45 minutes with to work and home every day. So I love working from home. But I'm not sure if, if it's a deal breaker, though, to okay. go back into the office. Well, you know, again, it also depends, right? Like, cause if you've got another company going, oh, DeAndre, you can work from home. You'd be like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to take that job mm-hmm. comparatively to another job, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's the study. Chad. Appreciate that. Thanks so much. If if you look I at it, sixty minutes, but whatever. Here's a, here's this uh, sixty minutes. So roughly tw- about roughly about thirty percent of people are still working from home. Now a year, you know that's that's in 2022. Yes. Okay. So roughly about thirty percent of people are still working from home, but it was one time uh, in 2021 forty percent. But the people who say the majority, the people who say, hey, you know what? I've been forced to go back to the office. I don't really like it. I'd rather work from home. Some of them are obviously looking for another job that yeah. they can not go to the office for, that they can work from home. I think more CEOs are saying, you know what we have to do? We have to go and get people back to work. We yes, just have to get people back into the office. At least a few days a week. Hybrid is never going anywhere. I think that is staying, but there's got to be, people are asking questions about like, all right, hybrid is fine, uh, but you got to come in once in a while. And one day in Cudnet, I think, anymore. No. All right. Thanks for the calls. Five spot. We're running late. Coming up next, um, it's the school shooting. That took place yesterday, but I have an idea of maybe how to solve it. But will anybody want to do the tough thing? And it has nothing to do with guns and it has nothing to do with mental health. Next. The Gators and Chad Show, afternoons. Well, our kids are being hunted, and that's the only way I know how to say it. Had another school shooting yesterday. We'll have another one tomorrow. And don't think it won't happen here in Arizona because it will. Uh, and no one is uh, is interested in fixing the problem. Um, and all we see on TV, and it's all 24-hour school shooting, school shooting, school shooting, school shooting. We have people that are acquiring guns legally, and then they're murdering our kids. Uh, and we're relying on politicians to try and get something done, which is anytime you rely on a politician, you're going to get a bad outcome. So I think we should just stop talking about the shootings. Don't report it. Don't talk about it. Stop the 24-hour media. Uh, here's what I've seen, Chad, today. Here's okay. what I've seen. Because, you know, I'm keeping my... I think if you take away what the shooter really wants, and if the, the shooter, I don't think, really wants to go into a school and kill kids. I think the shooter says, hey, uh, I'm going to be dead tomorrow anyway. Where can I get the most uh, media attention? Okay, I'll go to that school because I don't like somebody there. Uh, and then I'm going to shoot a bunch of kids, and my name will be out there. I'll be dead. But I get my 15 minutes of fame, and the whole media is going to tell my story. So I say... Let's stop doing that. Hmm. I uh, disagree. I think that some people want that. I think there are a lot of people out there, especially a younger generation, that is more interested in transferring their pain onto other people Hmm. because they are nihilist. They don't, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Nobody wants to have kids anymore. By the way, having kids changed my life in a way that having something else to live for, to do responsibility was the most important thing I've ever done. And I wish I would have done it earlier, but it was something I didn't want to do. It was a surprise. Uh, we're not patriotic. There, uh, you, you don't have to like religion, but the boundaries and things that it sets is much of what the entire world is built upon. So society if, is crumbling. If you do, if the society crumbles and yeah. you think to yourself, suck it, nothing matters, yeah. and you feel angry. Remember the movie Tombstone? 
Sure. Great one, a great man. This man, men remember this. Remember that part where uh, uh, Doc Holliday's laying in bed and he's talking about, you know, uh, hey, they ask him, hey, what makes a guy this angry? And he says he's got a hole and he's always trying to fill it and he's angry and he's trying to get revenge on what? Being born. So many of these people, they have nothing to fight for, they have nothing to live for, and so their anger starts to manifest and then they're online 24 7. Sure, they're a great thing. Right. And next thing you know, you've got people that I don't know if they're really interested in the fame. I. Yeah. I think there are some that are, yeah. but I think a lot of them now are just at a point where they're so angry at the world and they want everybody else to feel their pain. I just feel like, why Why is everybody showing the body cam footage yesterday? I don't need to see that. Oh, and did you see the cameras and the footage from the school shooting, the person that basically shot their way through the front glass door? We saw that. Uh, we've got interviews with the families. Uh, they've lost their children. Oh, let's put a microphone in front of them. Why? Because they think it's good TV. Yeah. That's what cable t- news and finding out think who you TV. can blame. That's the other side of it. Quick, right. go and find out if they're wearing a Bernie Sanders shirt or an AOC shirt or a, right. or, a, or a MAGA hat so we can blame them. Oh, this one's transgender. Yeah. I will say this. For the right-leaning media, I've been actually quite surprised that they, they haven't made much more of an issue. It's uh, where if it was a Christian that wandered in and killed a bunch of, uh, of trans people, that's all that anybody would be talking about. And this was a mental health issue, but it was also an issue of hate and anger. Some of the drawings showed that this was a person that was mad at life, but was under a doctor's care and was still able to go and buy a gun. Yeah, and that shows and many you the, of them. like the re- but then, then you ask the question about the did the doctor know? Hey, doctor, we're going to talk to you. Did you know this person was a suicidal? Yeah, or B. Wanted to hurt other people. And if so, again, you have that doctor-client privilege. uh, But how far does that go? I thought there was certain levels that could go to. If you thought they were going to kill or hurt somebody, shouldn't they have, you know, unless they were fooling them when they were inside the session. No one wants to do anything. I say we just stop showing it. And then don't give these people what they want. Give them total silence. Don't don't say their name. Don't say where they were. and and then the media, by the way, you won't get the ratings. And poor baby, you won't get the ratings. I mean, do you think some of these people in cable TV they look forward to these things? They're like, listen, well, I don't think they like them, but I'm, there's I'm no gonna, doubt I'm, I'm that it sells. A, I'm going to get right? a big paycheck because guess what? We're going to talk about dead children. There's no doubt. It, there's no doubt. You know, I mean, and there was a huge uh, uh, yesterday. There was a, a big study that came out that. It's not even close. Negative news sells so much better than anything else. Good news, nobody cares about. And it's not just AI. We as humans love the doom scroll. I don't know. Man, and it's sad. And I like light, fluffy things, and that's all I care about. Like gas prices, kids. Oh. I don't know if you're aware of this, but here in Arizona, it sucks! <laughs> 420 the average. It's like 389 in Tucson. I think it's 450 in the valley. Yeah, in the valley. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, I paid 489 today. Really? Yeah, I forget. Not happy about that, that. That's not regular. Uh, that was just regular gas. Regular unleaded yeah. was 485? Very excited about this. And the reason is simple, because we have three blends this time of year, because we're going to save the world, Gatos. Oh, jeez. Is it, is it the climate it's stuff? It's California. Oh. I blame everything on California right. at this point. Oh, listen. Our, do we? Why don't we just get our gas from somewhere else? Why do we have to get our gasoline in the blend? And, I don't know. We don't have pipes. We're never going to build. We don't want to build anymore. First of all, nobody wants a refinery. There are refineries for sale that nobody wants to touch because the legal nightmare of owning those things, it just isn't worth it. 
So there are several refineries sell in the Gulf Coast. Nobody wants them because of the nightmare that is. California, we have to have three blends that come our way here in the Valley in particular. Right. Uh, because we have the, of course, the summer blend, the winter blend, and the nice little springy blend that we have to use for a couple weeks in betwixt the two. Why don't you just give me the blend that I pay less for? Oh, I can't do that because Why? you're saving a penguin every time you fill it. I don't care about the penguins. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. I'm ready. Uh, you know what? If, if, it's kind of re- cold anyways. I'm ready to warm. give up on a penguin if I can get some cheaper gas prices. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's a reality of it. Do you really want do, is it? And is this saving the planet? I mean, you know, I've seen studies. Of, is China oh, doing it? Oh, of course not. Well, then no, it's not. Well, is India doing it? No. No. Then is the rest of the not. world doing it? Then why are no, we doing no. it? China and Because if else... everybody doesn't kick in, it doesn't matter. No. The planet's going to die. China and everybody else laugh at us and go, man, it's crazy that these people would go and do all of this stuff to hurt their, to hurt their business environment because of this. Mm. Uh, if the world's not participating, it's a waste of time. Yeah. And they're not. And if if we're trying to do our part and no one else does, guess what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're spinning our wheels. And we're paying four fifty three a gallon in the valley. Shame on you. And we're number three now. Highest pump prices in the nation. We're number three. Shame. All right. Uh coming up next, will you pregame at Harkins before you go see that next movie? Stick around. This is the Gatos and Chad show. Ah uh, yeah. Did you miss me yesterday? I did. I uh, got a colonoscopy. You ever had one of those? A long time ago. Is that so? Yeah, not like you. I mean, no. you were running at this for a long what time. What do you mean I was running at this? I don't know if you guys are aware of this. You're a little hypochondriac. Oh, listen, you know what I did? And by little, I mean ginormous. Okay. Probably needs to be in therapy. How old am I? I'm 49 years old. Yes. Okay. Uh, you should start regular screenings at age 45. I was late to the game. That's usually not me. I want to make sure I'm not dying. Yeah, you're usually well early to the game. You're um, like, I know I'm only 22, Doc, but if we could do a couple of these a week, right. make sure everything's okay, be fantastic. Can, can I be the first to say that if 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 you're out there and you're 45 or older and you've never gotten a colonoscopy, what are you doing? What is the why have you not gone and and, and done it? Is it like because because thinking about it is. Oh, I got to lay on my side, and then they're going to put me out, and then that doctor's going to has the hose and all that. And it's obviously it's like yuck. Yeah, uh, I was in there twenty. How do you think the doctor feels? I, know. <laughs> I was in there for. You're tw- not even doing anything. I was in there for twenty minutes. I was told I was knocked out. I was in there for twenty minutes, and then I was done. There you go. So it's easy. Yeah, they told you that. They may have put you out and said, hey, "He's fine." What does that mean? Didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, Just give a picture from the guy we did a few months ago. We're well, fine. I've done enough of these. Well, because afterwards I'm thinking, would I know that someone was in there? Like, you know, and I'm like, I, I feel perfectly fine. I don't feel like there was anything in there. But let me, let me tell you. Can I read an email? Yeah. This email broke my heart. So... You weren't here on Friday. I actually took phone calls on this because I was did. a little That's bit That's why we brought it up yesterday. Out. Okay. It was a little freaked out because I'd never been put under. I never had a, like a procedure like this. Uh, Gatos, I think it was great you discussed colonoscopies today. The last line in my husband's 2017 obituary, he stated, I should have had that colonoscopy earlier. He was diagnosed with colon cancer during his first colonoscopy uh, while uh, having an unrelated issue at the age of 62. So, uh, Kathy emailed the show. Gatos have listened to you since 1997. I love you and Chad. Thanks for talking about this. 
Uh, you know what? It's such a no. It's it's a nothing. I'm just here to yeah. say it's a. This is a nothing. There's there's. I think I've had a worse experience going to the dentist. I think that I think that's worse. I think a lot of this uh, is really you know, nothing. Like the, using the dentist analogy is uh, how many who looks for you? You no. know, I'm really excited about the dentist today. No, I, but but again, when you go to the dentist, could it be painful? Yes, there's zero pain in this. Who's you take the most a terrifying of all the doctors? They'll always tell you people dentist. are terrified of yeah. dentists. They're not yeah. terrified of colonoscopies, right? But there is something about the colonoscopy hmm. that scares. It's there's nothing to be scared of. Uh, the only thing you should be scared of is when your wife decides to take a video of you after you've been knocked out. And I told her not to. And well, all you I'm said th- it was after you were knocked out. And well, you said it wasn't during the whole thing. Because we I, have a surprise for you. I don't want to <laughs> see myself acting strange or anything. And all she did was record my snoring, which was about at a th- the level, the, the decibel was unbelievable. Because I have some sleep apnea. So she before she woke me up, she decided, I'm going to take a quick video. And, and I think it'll be funny. I'm snoring so loud. I mean, I'm shaking the room. Uh, but at the end of the day, this is an easy deal. Probably the best sleep you've had in a while. Dr. Choksi took care of me. He's Dr. a big Choksy. fan uh, of the show. I told him that he's about to get a, a real close look at where I talk out of every day. That's right. Um, but for those of you out there who are 45 and older and who haven't gotten this done, go get it done. It'll save your life. Ask Kathy. Okay? Um Let's move on to a different story. Let's move on to something. Uh, I like movies. I think I like movies. I do. I've been to a lot of movies. Uh, we're at the point now, Gatos, where trying to get people to come back into the theaters is not just as simple as $2 movie night or this, that, and the other. Mm. Harkins is like, man, we're going to let you pregame here. We're going to have a thing called the back lot where you can come and get drunk <laughs> and go inside <laughs> and yell at the movies. No. Like, oh, my God, Ghostface is behind you. So it's, what is it called? Backlot? Backlot. All right. So you go and maybe you do a little pregame. You get a little food. Maybe you get a drink or so. And not like like food food. Not food. like just like, yeah. uh, you but know. But then hot. you go and watch the movie. Yeah. Okay. If you've had a couple in you. If you're backlot and if, if you're, you're pregaming, that means that you're probably going to be a little bit buzzed. So, <laughs> so you're not going to. So there are going to be people talking in the movie. I remember when I went to see uh, 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 Top Gun. Yes. And like people were dressed up as Top Gun and definitely got their drink on our generation because it was the second movie. The first movie came out all those years ago. Dude, that was not a quiet movie theater. There was cheering. There were you. I saw people with flasks. I mean, that's what it was like. Well, now you could do that pre. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that an enjoyable movie experience? Because, you know, do you do you want do you want people to be cheering and loud and heckling and commenting because? they're inebriated. I uh, I have been to several movie theaters that are like that and it's kind of fun. Especially if everybody's cheering for the movie and it's a good time. Right? Well, there's that one person who had way too much and vomits right in your bag of popcorn. Well, then that's not a good thing. But I will tell you this and I'm going to say this. Hmm. Going to see John Wick with a bunch of people that are hammered and going, <laughs> kill him, John! Kill him! Sounds like fun. It's the Gatos and Chad Show.